Hello, and welcome to So I Was Thinking, a podcast where we challenge your brain to think, and then to think some more. There's a disclaimer that comes with the show, and it goes as followed. This cast is meant to be a conversation, a discussion, a learning experience, a debate, and an exercise of the mind. Some topics covered might be uncomfortable or hard to hear. None of us are or claim to be experts on the topics that we discuss. We will play devil's advocate for the sake of conversation and to explore various viewpoints that may even differ from our own. It is never our intent to cause harm or be insensitive about the subject. Our goal is simply to open up meaningful dialogue. With that being said, so, I was thinking. So my question is, does cancel culture, like you're saying, Rod, create a fear culture? A fear of saying a sentence, a fear of the next move, a fear of, like, having that internal monologue 24-7 more intense than ever because some people are cancelled over a sentence they said that may have not had any, you know, intent of, of horrific intent, I should say. You know, they said it 10, 20, 30 years ago. It was during a time, let's say, I'm sorry to bring I YouTube said, into I it. I said not a stupid tweet when I was 12. Right. When you were a kid who was still... Because I the things I would have said at 12 are, are nothing that I would say today. Like, especially back then when shock culture was a, a funny thing. I think we all kind of grew up in that era, era yeah. right? Like, where it was, like, funny to be shocking. I'm still there. So did it create a fear culture? To a certain degree, I would say there's... Uh, because I, I kind of feel like Esper was getting ready to jump in there and say, absolutely, because of some of the some of the stuff that... We, we've seen uh, and I I do think that it's a, a somewhat of a fear culture I I kind of don't think I, I think there's I think there's two things I I, I think there is they, people shouldn't be afraid to say things I, I feel like people shouldn't be afraid to say things and I get that but I also kind of feel like people need to have what I've been saying the entire time, common sense. And because we lack common sense, you know, because we decide we're going to nitpick every little thing and change it from what it was originally intended to what it's absolutely not, I feel like that is that that is what is needed. That's that's what's always missing. That's what changes it from from a true cancel culture to a outrage culture because the intent has now changed. The intent is to just obliterate this person because they said something from 20 years ago. And that's not what it should be intended for. And if someone, I, I kind of have a feeling like, yeah, it, it sh you know, people can't control the way they feel. So if they're going to be afraid, they're going to be afraid regardless. And that's always, that's going to be something that we're going to have to deal with from now on. Social media is not going away anytime soon. Trolls are not going away anytime soon. So people are going to be inherently afraid. Is it right? No. But then I do feel the people who should be afraid, I feel like they should. I feel like there is, if they have skeletons in their closet that are that bad, <laughs> they should feel a little, a, a little fire. Like, like the, you know, uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein going to jail. People should feel the fire. Okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm okay. I see everybody wanting to talk, and I'm going to oh. shut up now. So, I was thinking, Joe mentioned, did outrage council culture create fear culture? Yes, 100%. Now, Rod, you, you touched 
uh, very briefly, unintended, but you, you, you've touched on Harvey Weinstein. And that coincides, in my example, with fear culture. And I briefly uh, earlier talked to Joe about this, where due to the cancellation of Harvey Weinstein and the outrage, um, obviously he sh he, he, it was needed, right? Uh, the Me Too movement, those three things have created a fear culture uh, amongst predominantly men to a point where I should not be afraid, but I am. I hopefully will never get me tooed because that is now a verb, apparently. But imagine this scenario. Let's say you are single. Let's disregard the wife for a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you go on Tinder. You know what Tinder is for. Everybody knows what Tinder is for. Tinder, Bumble, Grinder, whatever. It, there are right. certain apps for certain things. You swipe right. You and this other person are both on Tinder. Presumably, you can you can safely assume in an <laughs> in a world where you are allowed to safely assume that you are both on there for the same reason. You meet up, you uh, go to a movie, you have dinner, you hit it off. Um, other person invites you to their house. You both swipe right on Tinder. You have this assumption of what follows. Now, at that point, keeping in mind Harvey Weinstein, uh, cancel culture, uh, Me Too movement, do you make this other person sign a, a consent form? Unfortunately, you're right, you're right. You're, you're, at this, I, at this point, due to the cancel culture, the outrage culture, and uh, the Me Too movement, there's this fear. Like, at any point in time, other person, theoretically, can cancel you. Whether uh, it's what's justified in the, or not. What's in the, the, the form you're speaking about? What is the stipulations? The stipulation is you can send... To uh, to to the uh, affir aff affirm affirmations, I think is the word. Uh, 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 assumption of 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 intercourse due to being on on Tinder, Grinder, Bumble, whatever, and the entire pre. I think basically you're basically, basically we're, we're, we're going to have sex, and you're not going to yeah, cancel me. And... You're not going to make them sign them. You're gonna like rape them or maybe it goes too far or maybe they've changed their mind like what says that you don't because you have this form and you're in this powerful right. position like it can go both ways i know exactly what you're saying i totally understand why men feel you know scared right now and and, and that's not to say women didn't feel didn't and don't feel scared every encounter they have because of other experiences or a culture that they're of course, from of course. like so uh, I just want to put that out there because I don't want to get into the territory of victim blame, victim shaming, blaming, all that shit. Mm. But I feel like the consent form is just as dangerous. Possibly you would have to have, um, you would have to have Sheldon next to you to write up a comprehensive um, agreement. What's that? I present to you the relationship agreement. Yeah, but uh. what action comes after that? Then they can't speak out because there's no because it's so oh no they they they, they can because that would be stipulated in into the agreement obviously because Sheldon has has constructed the agreement so but everything is no way to prove it. Well, That's what she said. well and and here's the I'm I'm gonna add a little quirk into the a little monkey wrench like I so do um, you know who's to say that 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 contract that that consent by either party. Um, wasn't done under duress, you know, right. You know, so, and, and it goes both ways. It, you know, the, the woman could just be like, Hey, you're not doing anything to me until you sign this. And I'm like, I'm not saying that this is 
duress per se, but the male then feels forced into signing it. And I'm not aware of as well. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it was, I'm, I'm trying to just go with like all the different directions here. But the, the consent form, it, it's, it, th this is where we've gotten to. I mean, no, this is a fear. Yeah. This well, is fear, a fear. Fear, but, but, but where, because I'm scared we, to um, get sued or get charged or 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 uh, uh, slander, whatever. Like there's a fear. Like fear, I can't flirt with someone because what if that, they? Okay, so this is what I'm talking about: common sense, right? And and, uh, and I I'm going to clarify this, right? Common sense dictates that we should be in fear of that situation regardless because guess what this stuff has been happening long before a consent form is even was even thought of this was before you even ask of consent there was there was never you never heard anybody in the 80s asking someone's consent no Do because it happened naturally and at like and i think that, that the fear of just letting things happen that's something that outrage and cancel culture has has given in, in has created fear culture, which has made people afraid of just. You're afraid of it we... more publicly now. Before it was like you said, it happens naturally, like this and that, and it was less about putting it on the internet and was like able to get that. I feel like. Well, there's there's multiple layers to to the fear, I suppose. There's the you fear just, of yeah. public scrutiny or. Or being cancelled, or being whatever. But being cancelled is public scrutiny. You can't be cancelled. Yeah, but, but there's also there's also the fear of of, uh, hey, you did something to me I didn't want, even though it might, have been consensual. Like and now I'm and now you're going to go to the to, to the justice system and you're you're going to be uh, bye byes. Well, like, I mean, most of the time a... the, the 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 male will be let go in most cases because it's you do need DNA, you need a bunch of things to help prove that case. So I just want to add that there. Is sure, that but DNA, DNA can be That's obtained. why men are just getting, you know, convicted in more so now in, in when things happen now sure. than, you know, before. And still it's too low. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm saying, I, I totally agree that it's a very fearful time for men. I, I do fear for men, like, that someone can just say but, something and it... it for for the bad guys? Been, that should have been a fear, though, throughout. Yeah, the, totally. The, sure. added, totally. the added fear... And this is kind of where I'm going it with the added fear here is you both touched upon it is the public scrutiny. That is, I feel mm -hmm. that is more of the fear here because mm -hmm. guess what? Mm -hmm. Let's, let's take the internet out of the equation. Yeah. Let's go back to my example back in the eighties, you weren't worried about consent, but guess what? There was still a fear that someone could say, Hey, that dude raped me. Now, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Or, or that chick raped me. I'm not. I'm not doing. We're going all angles here. I, I, I ways, yeah. But, but here's the thing. It's more public now because we have social media. Sure. So, so back then, you always should have had that fear. The common sense is, you should if you were going to have intimate relations with anybody you still should have had some fear the fear is only extrapolated now because there's that extra fear of public scrutiny and because we have the ability to plaster your name and to destroy you period and that's just an extra fear that you're just going to have to have because of social media Period. Regardless, I, I it's just extra. Disagree. I agree and disagree. Yes, that fear is and should always be there. However, let's, like you said, go back to the 80s. No internet. No no public scrutiny. Well, radio. no mass public scrutiny. Yeah, radio and usually confined to your town or, or province or state. Yeah. Right. Uh, and after, after, you've yeah. Been, after it's been proven, not for allegations usually. Yeah. At least here in right. Canada. Right. Right. The same. Um, but but if one of these Harvey Weinstein cases, for example, would have happened in the 80s, which I'm sure they have. I'm just too young to remember or know about it. Um, 
this extra fear, even without the internet, this extra fear of of being afraid to flirt, being afraid to try for a kiss, should not be a thing for people that have good intentions, that, that aren't the people that would go against consent. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now you're living in an ide idealistic world, right? Well, we you're lived living in this world in, previously. I'm saying is if you were to remove all fear, you're then assuming that everybody has good intentions no. and they don't. No, 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 no. But, but I mean, before, because we're taking the internet and stuff out of it, right? We lived in the world where you could lean in for a kiss where and try. Where you felt before. like you felt safe leaning in. Yeah, you. Okay, okay. I, I felt safe. This is fair. I felt, I felt safe. But if, if a woman girl would deny, then that would be it, right? There is a. That's the. No, I'm not giving consent to this. Simple as. Like, and any decent human would respect that. The same as if a woman would lean in for a kiss and I would deny, then I would hope that said woman would also respect that. But you're, but you're assuming that the other person is decent. Right. And, so and you should have, but, but, but you shouldn't have. But the people that are not decent, the people that are not decent would end up being prosecuted, etc. No, they wouldn't. No. Most cases no, never, ever, ever get prosecuted for anything. Of that yeah. Sort. That's why the Me Too movement exists okay. in the first place. But does but, but but does that that fact that those people don't get prosecuted at that point, right? Because of a variety of reasons, does that mean that the the decent people need to be then more scared? Because that's what be I scared. think that you shouldn't be scared. Well, that's the whole fear culture, right? I get that's what's been that's been amplified now to people that shouldn't be. I think it's scared. normalized to talk more. I, it's normalized to it, where I I think that's the rippling effect you're talking about. Like I feel like it kind of came in like we needed this for female safety because of X Y Z. And I think that if if anything, unfortunately, yeah, you should come into it with a more of that consciousness that that's something that could happen, so that you're communicating with that person more and that you're you know, uh, you go in the, you can, you can be the, that good person, you know, but you know, you are right. So when that person says, no, I don't want it, then don't, if they yeah. like, I think it's the best of the two case scenario. Like it's not, I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying you should be fearful. I'm not, I'm like saying it sucks, but it, I think it's the better of the two options here where both parties are kind of safer. Does that make sense? You yeah, you're no, feel safer it, it, about it makes, it makes safer sense. It makes sense. It, this might be a very personal thing because I, I, I'm afraid that, and this is not the fear culture, but I'm afraid that things turn into a, 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 a formal, like almost business-like situation rather than emotion slash passion but you gotta have etc like but you gotta have common sense and read that other person too that's the thing like you you have yeah to, yeah but you're, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna no it hasn't no it hasn't because i'll tell you what uh, there's people who date every day mm -hmm. there are people that have consensual sex every day yeah. how many people now i don't have the statistics but how many people do you think that they've said give me that form you've got it this is what i'm saying you've got to have common sense when you're looking at the situation and go through it without trying to intendedly poke holes and make a and, and change the situation entirely i feel like you should be able to go in and if you see someone who is not ready to reciprocate they will be able to tell you in that way the mm -hmm. problem is yeah you're you're gonna have to feel somewhat scared because maybe maybe you read this situation all wrong and they oh, come sense, back right, right. exactly you've read the situation all wrong and they come and say no that's not those are the those are the more common 
situations. We're, we get so focused on the outlying situations that we tend to miss the situations that are happening every day because it's so common that nobody talks about them. Like I could go out and if I was single, I could probably have a date not fearing that I had to sign some consensual waiver. I wouldn't feel that way because I would feel that, okay, maybe if I just say, hey, do, do you feel this same way about me? And they honor and they tell me honestly, or I read the situation, I walk away. If they don't tell me, that's a risk. That's a risk that we're going to have to take. And everybody's going to have some sort of fear of that risk. But you shouldn't live your life being afraid of taking said risk. It, it, it is a, but it's not a, it, it, it's not robotical. You, you can't. I agree. You shouldn't live your life. You're right. I agree. You shouldn't live your life being afraid of taking that risk. But the Me Too, the cancel, the outrage, the, and the fear culture ha are creating that, that lifestyle of constantly being afraid to take that risk. Yeah, but the, that's the ones that are being absolutely reported, right? We're focusing on the negative. Our culture now can continuously focuses on negatives yes. and, and fear and because those are the headlines. Nobody goes home and wants to see, oh, happy couple just sat and watched Netflix and children went to bed. That isn't a headline. And that's a, that's kind of what I'm saying is you're taking a situation and you're amplifying it based on your fears and saying everybody has to be a robot on a date. And I'm saying that's not the case because people are, People are saying that almost it kind of feels people are saying that without seeing facts. Like we should see numbers. We should see facts. We should see, well, you know, that. And, and I know it's hard to see that stuff, but your well, perception. Saying, yeah, f fair. My perception, like, and this is my perception. I'm saying that because that's how I'm being made to feel. This comes back into social media and the news, et cetera, et cetera outrage and cancel culture. So we're back to the previous podcast. But we, this has been fed into my mind by recent events. And it, it's only getting amplified. And yes, that might be the pendulum swing going a bit too far or the ripple effect that, that takes taking it, taking it further than it should have. But it is what we live in today. So being a robot, a robot, or or uh, making it a business fucking agreement uh, on a on a date doesn't seem that far off. Like I'm, I'm not one that subscribes to it. Like it's not something that I would engage in proactively. Like okay, let's put a, a, a bookcase with paperwork while I go on a date. Like no, obviously not. I I think I have common sense and I can read a person and I think that I can be okay with being denied right but it is something that i don't think is far from reality in the near future what, and that shouldn't be needed being like a business yeah because you whether you do it vocally or through paper or whatever you're gonna you're gonna end up with is it okay Look, I if i stop. try to kiss i can't stop thinking about like safe words and getting on that topic right now <laughs> Because you keep saying this, and I'm just well, like, no, well, what's sure. wrong I mean, with it? What's wrong with of... that? There is, there is literally certain, like, let's say, sexual practices of very like yeah. business consenting, but people, they love each other, they're passionate. But when they get in that zone, when they get in that room, and when there's these words, there's that word, there's certain like, like, what's not, like, what is bad about that? Because... I, I think that's, but you take that, that you're already a few steps further at okay, that. Okay, but point. that's okay, like, is it not? Like, when, sure, when, but when, is it weird that's... to go on a first date and bring? A, it's like, no, okay, like, say like, for, like, if you don't want to be kissed, like say pineapple. Time. Like, if you don't want to be kissed, say pineapple. Like, first no, date, no. hi, if I'm Jesper. If you don't want to be kissed, say pineapple. If they say no, stop. <laughs> you know, you can't control, like, you could have had no interaction with these people, okay? You could have absolutely no interaction with these people, and you the, the, the thing you're fearing with trying to kiss them could just happen just by putting it out on Twitter. So you're, you're fearing... The possible, like you're, you're fearing that situation that like 
could just happen anyways. So why are you why are you shadow like overshadowing this experience? If the person says no, I'm oh, I, sorry, you got the wrong idea, or da da da, you back off. You can only be that person. You can only be the good person. You can you're going. It's not like oh, here's a contract. Here da da da. Here's the safe word. If I come in to kiss you, like it's not like I think that. Okay. I let's see get where you're, that contract. I see scenario. where you're feeling the fear. Like I understand so, where it's scenario. coming Scenario. Okay. Yes. Well, hold on. Let's talk about this contract too. Talk we, to keep on, we keep on going through and, and saying, Hey, there's a contract you, you're signing. There's a, what if they take that contract and say, you know what? You were a prostitute and this was a contract of sale. Wait, it, come so again? can you elaborate? Yeah. Well, 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 let's say someone draws up a contract, right? Okay. And they they get a signature, you know. And who, who's to say someone doesn't forge a signature? Who's one to say who's one to say that they didn't create this contract and get someone said signature and said, "Hey, they were they were trying to be a prostitute. They were they were trying to kind of come in here and have a okay. legal form of." I mean, it's it's a stretch, but then all of the it's stuff that we're talking about is a stretch. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. That now we're starting to stretch things. Yeah, let's take away from the contract, and we'll just make it a verbal agreement that you record on your phone through voice. No, no, that's that's, <laughs> not, the, that's not the point, though. That, that's not no, the, the, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You take the contract out of the, you put holes in the contract. Yeah. You can any contract. There should be no. Yeah, if you feel safe with a contract, then you use a contract, but. You're not going to have no, that okay, in but... every situation. No, yeah. Here comes here comes my scenario then. Like we go back to the fifties. No, no, no bullshit. You go to a drive-in, right? Yeah. A drive-in movie. Love them. Sit on the hood of the car, you watch the drive-in movie. And and back in the day you had these sneaky tactics, whether you're male or female, doesn't matter. They, they all did it. Ha <sighs> huh? Arm around. Or popcorn bag. You... Sorry? Nothing. Popcorn? Oh my god, no, not the not the hole in the popcorn thingy. No. No, that's see that that's too and far. You were worried about me being the overly <laughs> funny one. I'm just going to go on record that I did not have a popcorn day. Okay, hold on. So but but or you make them turn to you and you quickly give them a kiss. Like it's basically high school shit. But you know that's something to be afraid of now. And I think, and I feel that back in the 70s, 60s, 50s, whatever, that wasn't something to be afraid of. It, maybe it just, maybe it just depends on the person because in that situation, you're afraid. I'm not the, maybe, maybe the thing, because I feel confident. Well, I read the person, but. That's what I said. I feel confident in what I read. Maybe you didn't feel confident or you felt confident in what you read. You read the wrong thing. Now, did that person turn around and now file a sexual harassment claim against you? Did they? Yes. Okay, you explain what had happened and maybe you go, hey, I'm in the wrong for not asking permission. That's the times we live in. But that was the risk that you took when you decided to do that, because we we realize too, we have to realize that this putting the arm over may not be okay anymore. But you're having conversations with that person. I think the the clear thing, and I'm gonna go back to what Joe said earlier, is having the dialogue with that person prior. You eliminate fear by opening dialogue to have clear expectations. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And I know that I've never been put off by someone saying, you know, can I come in for a kiss? That didn't put me off. That's never put me off. Ever. What the fuck's wrong with that, right? If right, you're if you're unsure, you... like 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 Rod said, I feel confident in how I've read the situation, then you 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 weigh the the risks or whatever, and you do it. If you're unsure, you, if there's something that you're, if you're fearing, if you're fearing in that very situation, then just ask. Have you ever been put off 
by somebody just going in for a kiss without the question first. Uh, well, sure, but I'm just like, no, don't, I'm sorry, right. I'm not, I don't, but sure, put off if, if you mean, sure. Unless, if I've given, like, definitely, like, already said, like, I'm totally not into you and they're going for it, then I'm definitely put right, off but, in a different but way. Then, then, yeah. then, there's the, then there's the perception, right? He might have perceived things differently. Depends than, if I say than... outright, I, I'm well, not yes. into you, or if they just read wrong. I'm, I don't take offense to reading wrong. If it's just, like, a... They're not like <laughs> grabbing for anything else. They're just giving me a kiss or something. Then, then I'm gonna be like, okay, sorry, wrong, wrong. Sure, but, but not everybody is like you, right? So somebody else might go completely, um, well, in my opinion, completely like over over the over the wall, haywire, like way too far, and go and start shouting fucking murder. Sure. Like, and yeah. That's sure, something that nowadays. That's something that nowadays is not infeasible to be afraid of. I think if you're like a public figure uh, or something along the lines, I think it's you're you're definitely more fearful of it. I mean, someone at a drive-in that's yelling, at you, you might maybe get a punch to the face. Someone might think something wrong or something like that. But uh, you're sitting in public uh, situation there. It's it's hard. It's different. I think it depends on who you are. Uh, Especially if you're like like right now, I guess would be a good example would be the YouTube sh shit that's happening, right? Like any YouTube thing. Like if you're a YouTube, it's very easy to say this person this, and, and it's just it ends yes. their channel, right? Because it like you said, like once you go on the internet, that's all you find of them. Even if it's been it was only a ten minute video someone made, but all of a sudden it's that rippling effect, rippling effect. Like I I see like that like as a scenario where you really would perhaps worry about something like that. But if you're talking about you're going on a date, I don't know. Oh, uh, yes. I see you doing a little dance. Yeah, well, well, okay. So th this might take a few minutes, but okay. th we're gonna go. We're gonna do story time with Rod because I'm going to draw from personal experience now. Okay, okay. so um, I went on a date with this person, and uh, I did not know that she had. Um, she was bipolar. She came out and she said she was bipolar. She did, and she may have had other types of mental issues. Um, but, you know, that that is besides the point. I'm, I'm just going to preface it with that. Um, so we had been seeing each other. Um, we, I think we had all in all, we've been on three dates. Um, the second date and and each date uh there was no um what do I want to say no there over was... the clothing stuff <laughs> that's not <laughs> what I want to say there there was there was no contracts there were no verbal there was no verbal consent there was no consent it was mutually felt and it was just a few a vibe there was a vibe, yep, there was a yeah. vibe. things happened everything was okay um you know that that was fine then we go on to the second date, and the second date, um, apparently, because I am very dim-witted, uh, she was apparently putting the moves on me, and I was not getting the signals whatsoever. Just, just had no, no clue whatsoever because You're it's like me, me. Rod, okay. who's like, you have to hit me over the head to be like, hey, let's do something. So I thought I was a gentleman of the for the evening, and I I left. So in between the second date and the third date, she called me, and um, she's basically, well, why didn't you do anything with me? Uh, the The offer was there; you just didn't take any initiative. Okay, fine. So, but I'm just gonna leave it at that. So. Third date, I go in for a kiss at that point. She hauls ass, leaves the apartment, tears, crying, in the car, gone. Right? So okay. her, her basically, now, now in that situation, all sorts of things could run through your head. And 
because she's asking you to do stuff with her one night and then violently like saying, you know, exits. Yeah. Um, you know, so in that situation, like I really read the situation wrong, but like she could have said anything and who knows what, and I could have been living with that fear. Like what if she said something, nothing happened, but it was only me and her there. So what happens? What happens in that situation? So, you know, while while it didn't end up being anything, nothing came from it, right? I still should be sitting here today being frightened of every move that I do because of that situation, because you could see how in a split second, anything could have happened. You don't mm -hmm. know what the other person is thinking. Mm -hmm. And I think the things today, right? And I think the a lot of the stuff that's being said here, this extra fear is a fear placed because of someone's reputation on social media. Social media, whenever I was in that situation at the time, was very, was very small. And it would, oh, and if something were to have happened in that situation, yeah, it would have been, well, what do my friends think? What do my family think? Anything in a small circle. Both, and both even, opinions. Right. So anything within snail mail range, um, <laughs> you, you're, you're basically, it, it's, I don't want to say it's damage control, but anything within that range and the people who knew you, they knew you, you weren't getting canceled. You weren't, you weren't getting this fear of, you weren't getting this big scarlet letter. They and knew I you feel, were not a bad guy. And you're not a bad guy. Now with the addition of social media and with, with, with this whole culture we've got, yeah, it's a little bit more frightening because, you know, you've got that broader reach. But I think that the majority of people who keep a tighter circle, right, a closer circle, won't have as much to fear as those who have a bigger social presence. Mm -hmm. And I'm ever mindful that that night could have... Like I said, I am very grateful that that night just happened the way it did. She went and did her own thing. I don't know what she's doing now. And like, honestly, like that was a, that was a very. Um, Mind opening. Yeah. A very eye opening experience um, to see what could, and, and it, and it's left an impression on me, but the thing is I won't let it dictate how i how i went about things in the future uh, i'm happily married now and it, it, you know i was just on that cusp of social media but i can see your points too to whereas you know social media if you have a large presence if you how it how it could feel that way because someone out of spite could just boom me to you and that could happen but i i just i can't happen i can't stress enough that it's like that fear culture that that's gotta be it's hard to just say not to have it you can't just say hey you can't be afraid it's not a perfect but world exactly it's not a perfect world but but you also gotta be out there and realize that there are situations and hopefully that even if you are caught in, in a situation like that, that maybe some truth comes to light. Like, you know, you, you hope that, you know, the best case scenario happens. All right. Well, I have, I have, I have some comments and a question. So, yeah. so one thing is like, I think that the, the, the cancel, the outrage and the fear culture, um, like mistakes happen. Like they don't have to be, terrible mistakes like okay i lean in for a kiss or i kiss someone and it was unwanted like oh, oh, sorry like i didn't mean any harm like sorry but nowadays that 
could very well be not enough and you need to be cancelled. Air quotes, right? Um, that is something that that's whether it's in a big social circle or a small social circle, you might have mutual friends or whatever. Like there's there's the possibility for that, and that that kind of scares but, me a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like a reversal in a way because women, it was more like if you you know cried rape or anything, especially back in the day. Further, it was oh you slut you whore. We're not associating with you anymore. And it's kind of like that reversal, oh, you sexual predator, oh, yada, 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 we're not associating anymore. It's like this, it's, it's, it's interesting to see because what, you're, mm -hmm. what that fear you're talking about is fear similar to what women always had as a social status, so they didn't speak out. So, like, it's like, it's very, right. sorry, I'm just like, I'm kind of like watching mm -hmm. it kind of be like, turn around, I'm not saying turn around, it's yeah. like, haha, like, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's like, Fear breeding fear, breeding fear, breeding fear. Right. Uh, rightfully so in both cases, but it's like it's just. I'm sorry, the anthropologist means like it's just interesting to see that that. Right, and but I, I also don't think that because women have had it for a longer time or have always had it, I don't think that right. that, no. that 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 doesn't like. No, I'm not. I'm justify not that. It. I'm, right. Exactly. I'm no, no, no. I'm not saying you are, but it's very the idea. Um. I I also think that because this could happen from either side, like a girl could try and lean in for a kiss to me and I could mm -hmm. shout murder. Of course. Right? Yeah. Um another thing about Rod's story, um two questions. Yeah. And this is just pure out of personal interest because yeah. I'm 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 wondering. Yeah, um, that's... one is um she ran out the door screaming, crying, etc. It's like she exited in a dramatic manner. So I'm wondering, right. one, I'm wondering why she actually did that. But before you, before you get to that answer, um, you prefaced the story with the mention that she was uh, bipolar. So I'm wondering if that has a relation to how she exited, and also. Um, like, if she hadn't told you that, then you would have never, you wouldn't have known that that would be a possible reason that she exited that way. So therefore, you might have not, because she said, like, why didn't you make a move? I was available to it. It's, in my opinion, logical to then on the following date to make that move because you've been, you've been hinted at that that move is open so you would but then nowadays that's invite is not actually an invite anymore okay so I, i'm glad you asked me this question because she did tell me um either the day after or two days after but um she told me that when that happened, it reminded her of another situation that she was in. She did not specify mm -hmm. what situation. She just said that she felt that it reminded her of another situation that she was in. Um, she felt trapped and she needed to leave at that moment, which that is fine. That That's totally fine. Um, and she did say that it was due to personal issues. Now, the only conclusion I can draw, and I'm not saying that this is what it actually was, but the only conclusion I can draw from it is she had a, she was having either an episode or, or something at that time, but there was something that snapped in her psyche that said, Hey, I need to be removed out of this situation. And she left and she left in the way that she did. Um, so that was the, and she, and she acknowledged that it was a situation and she's acknowledged that she was quote unquote working on that. Um, so, you know, I know, I know how I ended the story, but the, 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 Ending ending was I tried to take her on another date um, and it didn't 
didn't pan out and then we just stopped it there um because i said you know i i was basically saying okay um we can try it one more time and then there was other bs that happened that mm -hmm. th that was just typical bs and then um it, it just basically was like okay and i was like i'm not gonna put myself in that situation like i kind of I needed to get out of that situation because I don't feel that it would have been healthy for, for either of us. I feel like that's a great example of like, you know, one like changing of the mind and not because you've done anything or anything like that, but like whatever her case was. And I know that a lot of women, especially that have like sexual abuse in the past can have that feeling of trap, if that's the word she used and just need yep. to leave. And that's fine. This this as far as i know as you said this woman or girl at the time i don't know didn't go after you so obviously you know there it wasn't a, I, I think that's i think that is a fine you know you did a situation where this person changed their mind you respected it it, it went away you guys talked about it you you both understood and you went your separate ways whatever whatever the case scenario. be like i think that's right. a great uh, example of women men whoever it is they can change their mind if you wanted to take the bipolar in it which i i try to take that kind of stuff out of the situation instead of being like it's like oh because of bipolar like this and that but like at the same time uh, when you're like i'm bipolar type too when i'm manic maybe i get a bit more sexual maybe i get more repulsive maybe da da da, da. maybe i have a downfall like a, a come down and I, and i'm not feeling that way anymore like it's so i i, I think we're just more aware of that changing of the mind now and be, to be aware of it and stuff that that's kind of like that's why I added that into it because I I, I know to take that out especially yeah. both you and I let's 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 put it on the table both you and I both have that experience my mother's bipolar I'm bipolar so there's there's that on the table but the she specifically mentioned that in our next day conversation um you know whenever because that's so without going through the whole conversation it was basically you know i have these issues i have these episodes and she goes i get very um i, I forget uh, she she used the word anxious if i remember correctly she got very anxious in that moment now I knew so prior to that she never she never blamed anything on bipolar during that conversation mm -hmm. but prior I knew like she had come out and say said that she was bipolar so there was conversation so that's why like at the end when we had that conversation and the the she felt anxious she was trapped she's trying to work on it you know that that's when it basically all came out and you know you you kind of i hate to say it, you breathe a sigh of relief but like the well, all the things that was wrong kind of thing yeah it was like because uh, like i knew that night i didn't do anything wrong but i'm like what's going to happen to me like i i did have that moment i was like what's going to happen and th this was before social media was around i was like but what's she even going to say? Like, what are my friends going to say? Yeah. It, it was like, it was terrifying for, and it, until we had that conversation, I'll tell you what I was, I was sweating bullets. Cause like, I'm just like, you know, what, what had happened? And I was like, and she was very vocal. And when she screamed and she ran out and it, it definitely was a, a scene because I, and I did the wrong thing in this situation. I ran after her, but the reason I ran after her is because I wanted to know what happened because I was, I was taken aback. I'm like, I was just going in for a kiss and you're acting like I was about to bludgeon you on this balcony. Um, so I kind of ran after her. Like I wasn't mad or I, I would just, I just kept on saying what, what's going on? Like what, you know, but it, it was it was a bad like it, in retrospect it should have been just she should have left and I should have just been like well that might be a benefit if we can see one in all of this is that it's much more <laughs> the knowledge on 
why someone might react a certain way in a certain situation is much more available now. And then there's no, there's more like, okay, this, if you had that happen to you right today, you might be like, Oh, something really bad happened to her. Yeah. It might be your first thought. First, you might say, okay, did I do something wrong? Cause most new people will think about their actions and they will, and then they'll move on to, okay. So it must be that like, there is a process, but like, I think at a certain point you like you, women weren't, you know, it wasn't normalized for them to speak out. So if they freaked out, <laughs> they're just neurotic. They're just crazy. They're just et cetera, et cetera. So it was like it's harder. Just the time of the month. It was hard. Yeah. Or it was the time of the month, you know, like, what? Ugh, don't get me started on that. But like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> only woman here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I think that's one benefit we can take from this. You know, like, I think there are pros and cons to everything we're talking about here. Um, and I think one would be with the Me Too movement, which is one of the things, is like, okay, what it also tells you as a man or a woman with a man, whatever, why is this person acting this way in this situation? Can I ask a question here? So yeah, we've been, we've been, yes. oh, thank you. So we've been talking quite a lot, but I, I don't think this is fear culture. And I'll tell you why. We've only talked about one fear. <laughs> And, well, no, it, it seems like it, it's okay. been more, it seems like it's been more dating culture because there's other stuff that, 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 that feeds into fear culture. And that yes. is like, I don't know, maybe politics or how about coronavirus or uh, how oh, about... Oh yeah, let's talk fucking about coronavirus. Sorry, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> I know what it's like to have a coronavirus. I know what it's like you to survive it. Point. Yeah. But so, so I, I kind of figured, like, th maybe we should take another episode to of go course. into actual fear culture and, and and really evaluate it. I kind of feel like we we just touched upon it, but this was a good talk about dating, like the, the like Series. how Series. social. <laughs> yeah. So I so I was thinking fear culture part two, <laughs> <laughs> the return of fear. The return of well, fear. But you have you have oh. a very good point. There there is fear culture is being created by media, whether it be social or news or whatever. I I agree. There's the coronavirus currently. There was SARS. There was the bird flu. There. Uh, that was all. Uh, what was it? Ebola. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. Sensitive, sensitive topic, but nine eleven. Like there has been fear created by media or amplified oh, at least course. by media. Journalists mm -hmm. go out of their way to create fear. I mean, that's been happening yeah. as soon as there was a journalist available. <laughs> Not because fear. of them, but that's because they're trained to be. But, 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 the, but that's just the thing. Like, you said it. It's been happening since journalists were able to. But the thing is, journalists never had the reaching power. Oh, yeah, that they now. Do well, now. As everything like, we're talking about, reaching power yeah. is creating yeah, like, it, it. Or not creating it, it's, sorry, it's fueling it. Yes. Next time on So I Was Thinking. What is defined as humor in 2020 and where did humor go? I feel that comedy is not so much going to be a censorship thing as it is a money thing. Thank you for listening to So I Was Thinking. If you've enjoyed this content, please take the time to like, subscribe, and share on all social media platforms. Your support means the world to us, and we appreciate your time. So once again, from all of us at So I Was Thinking, thank you for listening.